right now we are about to venture into a world of fun for me mm-hmm. and a world of hopefully some explanation and some clearing up. I am going to attempt, as I said, in the open to paint a clearer picture, give you a better understanding of the draft procedures, the draft take of Philadelphia 76ers just a few days ago. So as you know, Sixers had the number 24 pick. They had four more second round picks, yada, yada, yada. All right. So, and I think what has people in an uproar more so than what they did is who they did it with. Made a trade again with the Boston Celtics. Moved up to number 20 to pick one of the guys who they had in their box that checked a lot of boxes for them. So, with that being said, I personally have no issue with them moving up four spots to secure someone that you have on your board that checks almost all of the boxes that you would like checked for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, like I said, it's a business. As a fan, it's unfortunate that it was the Boston Celtics, but nonetheless, I'm all for making the team better, progressing. And, and if you see something in somebody that, like, again, I say, checks all your boxes or most of all, mostly all of your boxes that you feel can step in and contribute in some way right now, I'm all for it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what the Sixers did. And again, like I said, I think people are just in an uproar because it was the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people, you have to understand, going into that war room, and again, really this year, only one, two, and a little bit of th- three is a little bit of a stretch. The The top three picks in the draft this year were pretty much solidified when everybody completely declared that they were coming out, whatever. You pretty much knew who was going to go one. You pretty much knew who was going to go two. Three was a little bit back and forth, but it was a solid two or three guys that you could say, yeah, well, they're going to take one of these three or whatever. Once it got to four, it was almost like the draft was really, really beginning. Mm -hmm. So for the Sixers, I'm sure, and and people, if you don't understand this, I'm going to try and paint this picture for you. you. You go into a draft... And and if you can't get it clear from me, after the show, sometime in the near future, mm-hmm. go and find the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner. And you'll understand a little bit better. But nonetheless, you go into this with knowing what you need, where you want to get help, what your salary cap is, blase, blase, blase. But focusing on the draft, you have guys in a box or you have a list of, depending on how many picks you have, whatever. So let's say for the Sixers, they had five names. Okay. As they're progressing through 14, 15, 17, 18, mm-hmm. and they get closer, they're looking, and arguably or possibly some of these guys could have started being selected and being crossed off of their board. Uh, I'm sure it was a surprise to them that Cam Johnson went where he went because I'm almost certain that he was one of the names that was on their board. Mm-hmm. And, again, 
when you're bored, your list starts to shrink and you're getting limited on what you have left on what you have the opportunity or what you have left to get. You got to make a move and you have to solidify getting something on that list. You can't go without getting anything on that list. You can't have that old list be completely drawn away from you and you not get anything. So you have to get something. Now, the actual pick, let's talk about that. Matisse Thibel, 6'5", wing guard, a senior from Washington. And again, people are saying, oh, another one from Washington. That's where Fultz came from. He was Fultz's teammate. Okay, but these are two different people, two different players. One of the things, and this is probably going to feel like, or it could be taken as a slap in the face to some Sixers fans um, who are confused about this pick. One of the things that hurt us, and I'm one that said it, is wing defense. Mm -hmm. It showed in the playoffs against the Nets. In reality, that net series shouldn't have been as long as it was. Right. They just had better wing players, and we didn't have any defenders to subside their wing players. You got to beat them at five? So, six. Six. So, six. now, you draft a young man, 22 years old, four-year starter, who sacrificed his scoring mm -hmm. to play defense. He's one of the – he plays on-ball defense. He plays team defense. Right. He's defensive player. In the big in the Pac-12, I believe he was also the Defensive Player of the Year. The Naismith overall mm -hmm. Defensive Player of the Year. Right. So again, good pick Sixers. Good pick Elton Brand. Mm -hmm. Gives you the wing defender that, again, like I said, situation who can contribute right now. You can put him out there, and he can guard wings. He can guard one, two, and some threes, possibly in the NBA. Okay. And people begin to say, well, he can't shoot. And, like, people, you have to understand that it's a game. It's basketball. I mean, shooting will come. And, I mean, I know it's a different story with Ben Simmons. We can get into that. That's a whole different attitude, a whole different show. But speaking of this kid right now, I don't know. And I hate, I'm going to say I hate, I really don't like watching highlight films. Because highlight films specialize or key in on one thing. For Matthias, for Matisse, you're going to see all his defense because his offense wasn't that great. So you'll see some offense mixed in, but it's going to focus on his defense. And the majority of the time when you see highlight reels, they are focused on the player's offense. Mm -hmm. So I take them extremely, extremely uh, with a grain of salt couple grains of salt if you will but people say that he can't shoot we need shooters too he can't shoot if you pay attention to those highlights there are moments when he spots up and he can knock down the college three mm -hmm. it only take repetitions for him to increase that to the nba three but you have to understand basketball sixer style is space and pace mm -hmm. you get the right players around him he can spot up and shoot that jump shot and knock that jump shot down. He can drive to the basket and cut to the basket and finish. But you drafted him 
for his defense. Right. He's okay with that. He, you can plug him in right now. Again, like I say, at twenty-two, you can plug him in right now. Okay, mm-hmm. so Sixers fans, be easy. They traded away the number thirty-three pick in this deal with the Celtics, and everyone had Carson Edwards in their praises. I had him on my list. No problems. I had him on my list. You know, and I had him on my list as. One of those players that if I couldn't get this one and I couldn't get this one and I couldn't get that one, mm-hmm. I'm still good with them with him. Right. A little undersized at five eleven. Playing the point guard again, like I say, arguably one of the toughest positions to transition into from college to the NBA. And that's gonna be a problem then? Being undersized a little bit? A, a little bit. He's very undersized. Mm-hmm. Now you're playing in the league now where the average Grown guard six is six five. Yeah, six five. So you're at a disadvantage. So I don't know. I mean, it could still work Chris Paul. because he knows how to score the ball. Chris Paul six three. Six three. Yeah. It, it it could work because he knows how to score the ball. But how do you fit him in? Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take for him to catch up to the NBA game? So. People thinking that that's a loss uh, or a huge loss, not really. Because, again, I say I was also one to say the Sixers need a backup point guard. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it It may be time to right, cut ties with T.J. McConnell yeah. unless unless mm-hmm. you have to bring him back, but you have to bring him back for less money, regard whatever. Do that but mm-hmm. you, there are point guards that you can find in free agency. Yeah, of course. Sixers have cap space. They had the most money in the NBA. They had no they don't have the most in the NBA. I thought it was the no, they don't have the most. They have enough. They they have cap okay. space where, where they can do some things right. in free agency. Right. So the loss of Carson Edwards is not a huge loss. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I mean if you think about it, he went to Boston and you saw what happened in Boston when they had another little guy, one by the name of Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> and I say this to people all the time. A lot of people didn't pay attention to this, but I did because I watched the game within the game. A lot of times in that stretch run that he had with Boston, late in those games, he was subbed out for Marcus Smart due to his size. Mm-hmm. They sacrificed his offense because of his size and the size of the guards in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mario Shyat. Another kid. Senior. 21, 22, 24 years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. Older. Guys that can come in and contribute right now. A little late blood. And, and mm-hmm. people are taking this in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You have to understand the process for what it is and what it was. Mm-hmm. And the process got you Joel Embiid, who right now is arguably the best center in the league. Arguably. <laughs> the process got you Ben Simmons who is still a work in progress, but the potential there is extremely high. You've already seen the talent. He's already been an all-star, so you already know the talent is there. He just has to fine-tune it and bring it all out. Mm -hmm. Previously, before you got these guys, you had other guys that you had, high picks, that just didn't work. Markel Fultz, Jalil Okafor. Mm -hmm. You... 
had accumulated a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. You, you got Zaire Smith, another guy who would have been your wing defender this year if it hadn't been for an injury. So now you've got two guys now, Matisse and Zaire, who could potentially become lockdown defenders in the NBA. Things that you didn't have. Things that will help you immediately. With Zaire having a year under his belt and Matisse being a senior coming in. Shyock will probably be a two-way player. But that's also good. It's not a bad thing. Because you can bring him up for 45 days. After a certain time, if he if he catches on, you can sign him for the remainder of the season. Sixers that, yeah. also made some trades. Got rid of some money. Mm-hmm. Made some trades on draft night and got cash considerations. Yeah. So, moving forward, after the draft, looking into free agency. That's the big night. The Sixers are... In very, very, very good shape. Mm-hmm. And people are thinking, oh, well, this team has this much money and this team has that much money. Yeah, but you got to understand, people, it's about attraction sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way the NBA is set up right now, you won't find too many stars who are now going to take that paycheck and be on a team that stinks. Hence the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks have more money than Sixers. But... Okay. Who's going to go there? They haven't been in the playoffs in forever. In the 90s. If I go there, I got to work extra hard. Mm-hmm. And we still won't make the playoffs and have any success. We're still going to stink. And their markets. Teams like the Sixers are looking more attractive. Mm-hmm. They, front office this year, they made the playoffs last year after the moves. Some of the assets paid off for them. They worked at it couple years with these young guys, they finally broke it and got into the playoffs. Got to the second round, ran into Boston, better team, better coached at the time, got bumped out. Come back this year, again, looking good. Make trades to get better. Right. One early in the season, in November. Mm-hmm. Second one at the trade deadline, and you got better, creating arguably at the moment, at the time, I'm sorry, not the moment, at the time, Arguably the best starting five in the entire NBA. Well, they keep it though. That's the question. You make it to the second round again. Mm-hmm. And again, I say four bounces away from making the Eastern Conference Finals. In my opinion, that was the toughest series for the Toronto Raptors throughout the entire playoffs, including the Golden State Warriors final series. The Sixers seven game series in the Eastern Conference semifinals was the toughest series for the Toronto Raptors. If you don't believe me, go back, watch every single game again on mute. You'll see it. Trust me. And the Sixers are becoming more attractive. People are saying, look, they made it to the playoffs. And again, look. They made it one year. They got to the Eastern Conference Final. Oh, they all right. They couldn't do it. They they improved that roster. The front office made moves to improve that roster. That shows free agents that they want to win. They want to win now. Mm-hmm. They got better. They made it again four bounces away from the Conference Finals. And I know the Conference Finals is just the Conference Finals, but 
This is what I was saying earlier about how the Atlanta Hawks have established the culture for DeAndre Hunter and Cam uh, Reddish. Unlike the Knicks, who bring in R.J. Barrett, who could potentially be a star, become a star in the league. But it's going to take a while. Yeah, I like it's going to take a while in New York. Ain't nothing there. Right. You know? So you have to do what's best for your team. And again, now the city is becoming attractive. They want to win. They want to win now. And people are saying, oh, well, you could have drafted this kid and that kid and this. Listen, people, two years in the playoffs, 50-plus win seasons, two seasons in a row. You can't keep drafting these projects, mm -hmm. these kids with an upside. And it's no disrespect or discredit to these kids, anything like that. It's just the state of where the Sixers are. They need to go free agency right now. And they need to do it quick. But I think they have a plan. I'm sure they have a laid out plan. Hence the reason they went the direction they went in the draft. Mm -hmm. So now they have created more space to legitimately run this thing back. Right. Which is, I think, a thought process. Now, it's going to take some maneuvering, some juggling. Mm -hmm. But with the way they went about the draft, they created this space. Hence, again, I'm going backtrack again to last week. The Lakers fans sitting with me and some of the other Lakers fans I know. <laughs> this is the reason why I said to you, you needed those draft picks. And people were always saying, well, some of them would be a bust. Right. True. But look what the Sixers did. Sixers had five total draft picks going into the draft. Right. They picked two players. But they picked two players that could come in today in training camp and be put in a small role, a big role, whatever, can be filtered in right, right now. But they got rid of those other picks. They used those right. picks as assets. Right. This is why I said when y'all got rid of all of those picks, right. those first-round picks, that unprotected and this and that, those are assets that y'all don't have now. Right. So it's going to be tougher for y'all to get better because now you're going to have to go and probably do it more through the draft than you will in free agency because of the way your roster is set up. I say the opposite, dude. The way your roster is set up. Then we can get a Danny Green or somebody like that. The way Green. your roster is set up, right. it's going to be hard because y'all can't pay nobody. They can get somebody like a Danny Green. Y'all only got $20 million. Yeah, but they can get some. It, it, only if they, they can agree. Hold up. Only if they agree not, to have a little pay. I'm not not somebody who? like Kyrie or Urban. Who? who they, talking like, about who to have a pay cut? Like, like Danny Green or somebody. Y'all got twenty million. Danny Green is coming off a championship. A Rubio, Green, Rubio. Y'all got to trade. Those guys are under contract, except for Danny Green. Well, the Rubios and on those guys are under contract. There's rumors that you can get but it for a little pricey than that. You have to make the money match. Like you can't just say we're gonna right. trade Ricky Rubio and get back a first round or a second round pick. Money's got to match when you make these deals. This is why you needed those draft picks right. in the stash. Like the Sixers had in the stash. And Elton Brand is on this win now. And he's using those assets yeah, to yeah. get the things he needs. Right. So there are a lot of there's a lot of talk about who could possibly come in. And I mean I have some names that weren't mentioned that I like, that I thought about, but they've already put out there that they're gonna prioritize Jimmy Butler. I personally don't Probably think that not. Jimmy Butler's going anywhere. 
I'm not 100% sure about Tobias, but I think they're going to give him the hardest sell where almost almost to the extent of, of an offer that he can't refuse. So you think both of them are coming back? I think both of them are good chances of coming back. Y'all do that. Y'all pull that off. Y'all still And start and the thing is, you can restructure JJ, stretch him out. You don't have to give him a one year. You can stretch him out. He might be gone. Stretch him out. See, the thing is, he can go for the money, but I think stay here. You know your role. You know you're going to win. Yeah. We can do this again. I'll take less money. Whatever. We can mm-hmm. do this. Right. So the Sixers are in prime shape. And it's not like three, four years ago when people talk to Sixers. No, they got money. Oh, so what? I go there and get paid. I ain't going to win nothing. Right. Now it's totally different. It's totally yeah. flip-flopped. Right. You know? And, and now you have guys like Jimmy Butler's in the picture. Guys like Tobias Harris in the picture. You know, guys that want to win. Guys that want to win. I mean, one of the things I like about Tobias is he's in an interview and he's talking about the Sixers and there's like saying, well, when JoJo's in, you average 14. When he's not in, you average seven, 19. He's like, so? It's all about winning with these guys. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that it's about the style of play, which I can totally understand that. You want to be comfortable. You want to know what your role is. Mm-hmm. I think... With a full training camp, with these guys in here, mm-hmm. it can work. It can work itself out. It can be done. So, Sixers fans, you know, just just be easy. Free agency is coming on Sunday. This Sunday, right? It's a long way to go. Yeah, June thirtieth, six p.m. It starts. It's a long way to go. Tobias Harris has already said he's going to listen to one team. He's going to talk to one team on the East Coast on the thirtieth. Then July first, the very next day, he's going to talk to a team on the West. So between now and then, people. You're going to see all of the rumors, Mysterious. all the stuff is going to fly. I'm going, to that I'm going to be posting some of it, I'm sure. You know, if you feel like it, you see it, comment on it, ask me questions. I will try my best to answer right. to the best of my ability and get you updated. But some of this stuff is just going to be what it is. Hearsay. It's just going to be news, hearsay, yeah. speculation of what might happen, what Quiet people alert. think right. should happen. Right. Where people are saying, oh, he's seen here. These guys are free agents, man. These guys are people. They're on vacation. You can see them anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. So you got to be easy. So Sixers fans, like I said, don't fret. Don't worry. Free agency is coming. Sixers are going to be very, very big players in free agency. Right. I think things are going to work out. I think things are going to play out in a good way for them. Right. So, I'm going to take a quick break. Right. When we come back, we are going to definitely delve into the actual free agency and see what names are out there, what names are being linked to the Sixers, and some things, some people that I think would be some decent fits and how I think some of these things could work out. You are listening to Sports Rap, Heat 100 Radio. We will see you in just a few minutes. 